So Poland strong, Poland into space, and Poland number one. Poland superpower by 2030. <laughs> Are we doing the entire segment Grug talk? Yeah. Well, you don't you don't know about Poland ball and Poland into space. Poland into space. Okay, other people will get it. Don't no, worry. I don't. But anyway, Poland is strong and going stronger. And um, first and foremost, I love Poland. I don't know who doesn't love Poland, except maybe like Germans and Russians. That's about it. I don't know who couldn't be proud of Poland for what they've done since uh, finally becoming free at the end of communism. Uh, so we're going to go through what they've been up to and um, why they are going to be a superpower by 2030, at least according to some people, which uh, does remind everyone of the Indian meme of India superpower by 2020, <laughs> which... Um, <laughs> Well, I mean, with 2023, how's that going? <laughs> I'll be honest. We'll start off by promoting something on Lotus.com, being Robert Conquest's reflections on a ravaged century, because um, po- Poland not into space, whilst Poland being killed by socialists, which was very sad. So do Very sad, very sad. Yeah, it's also a good book about uh, socialism there. But first things first, I do love Poland. I mean, as I said, only a German or a uh, Russian could not. I don't know if we can start that so we can see just the imagery. But we went on the Poland Independence Day march in 2019. Absolutely beautiful. Everyone should do it once in their life. If you're uh, right wing, it's sort of, I don't know. You know how some people travel across the world to go and see, oh, I don't know, a wonder of the world? (laughs) (laughs) The pyramids? Your brain just immediately went to Carl Pilkington, didn't it? Yeah, basically. Okay, all right, yeah. You stand outside the pyramids with a guy from Canada going... I'm just remembering, you know, when he's outside the pyramids and there's just a dirty nappy floating around oh, in yeah. the wind. You're not seeing that clear where there's just some guy being like, oh, we're meditating. <laughs> and there's just a voiceover from Carl being like, it's times like this, I thought, why don't I just get a proper job? <laughs> I don't <laughs> remember that part. Anyway, but the Independence Day March, absolutely beautiful. Um, if you actually want to experience something that's not just, oh, look, it's old and a building, but something that's alive and fun and, uh, yeah, I don't know, rejuvenating, Poland Independence Day, absolutely somewhere everyone should go who's uh, patriotic the world over. Some kind of tourist event, frankly, is what they should turn it into. Because, uh, yeah, you can make a lot of money off that. And also, you know, it makes everything look good because Poland is looking good. So we're going to the next one here because everyone reasonable is incredibly proud of Poland. You can see the marches here, for example. <laughs> There's just like, bring back the king, death to the socialists of all kinds. Base monarchists like it. They're also very pro-life, um, to, uh, even by European standard to an extreme because, you know, Catholic and that. In yep. it. So I believe in Poland it's it's no abortion except I think maybe for rape and incest. Now, I, I, uh, fellow based metalheads in the comments can correct me if I'm wrong, but they are so Christian in Poland that there is a band from Poland called Behemoth, who are a black metal band. Their vocalist, Nurgle, uh, once, I don't know if it was in Poland or outside of Poland, he tore up a Bible on stage, so they just banned them from ever playing the country again. <laughs> they just went, well, we uh, won't be having none of that. And that's the thing. Even if you agree or disagree with pro-lifeism or whatever other Polish law, I kind of love it because I'm so bored of every other state in the West just being the same. I mean, just being another place where leftism runs riot. It, it's sort of like, I don't know, appreciating going to Saudi Arabia, even if you disagree with the state, because it's nice to see something different. Like, it's their way of doing it. We're not going to influence them. We have no right to influence them yep. into their country. So even if you disagree, I don't know who couldn't still be proud of them. Although for- Saudi Arabia, and this is going to go straight over your head, did bring us Brothers of Destruction versus Degeneration X and brought Shawn Michaels out of retirement, which was just a complete travesty. Okay. <laughs> I did go over my head. But I don't know if we can go back, actually, to the, the video, because there is, uh, while we're there, this part here is some uh, Yankee who's come out to give a speech. And then there's some guy who's, um, I think, what did he have, like Down syndrome or something? And he's in a wheelchair giving a speech about abortion, where he's like, yeah, I would have been aborted. If you people agree with this, blah, blah, blah. 
of course, is very touching. Yep. Like the, the speeches are, it's, it's not just, they've hey, given, we have some flags. They've given us the Scandi treatment. Yeah. I mean, in, in what is it, Iceland is 90, no, it's 100%. Uh, I'm pretty sure, yeah. down so we get aborted. But anyway, we'll, we'll move forward because, of course, Poland as well loves their zeros, as we've been over many times. And how can you not be proud of that? Which is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, they say in Poland, of course, Ukrainians are brothers and therefore we will take you because you're refugees. Whereas um, Merkel's children who are taking the piss, they're a threat. We're not taking them. Find us all you want. Don't care. Look, we'll even put this picture on this banner, and you can't do anything about it. <laughs> they, uh, they, I mean, that's the thing. I, I agree or disagree with Poland's um, worldview. Uh, what I love is that they are different. They are unique, and they're the only country, at least in any part of the Western world, that's just like, go to hell. They are, <laughs> like, they we don't are care. unashamedly Polish and want to keep it that way, and as far as I can tell, they don't seem to be showing much recognition of the great benefits of enrichment. They, they, uh, they, they are doing their thing. That's what I'm proud of. We'll get the next one as well, because... I mean, whenever NATO does a cringe like this, NATO's That's every strength, day, isn't it? Yeah. But NATO's strength of its diversity, speaking on Idhobbit Day, blah, 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 blah. Yes, of course, because the one reason why I go around the world and bomb disgusting foreigners is for gay marriage. I mean, that is the primary <laughs> reason at this point. I mean, I hate to be that guy. I, I support gay marriage, but um, no. no. No, not not the reason to invade another country. But whatever. Oh no, trust me, it's a defensive alliance, which is why Serbia can... Eh, whatever, I don't want to get into that politics. But there's also, whenever the CIA decides to do a video talking about intersectional cisgender millennials with generalized anxiety disorder, that's a direct quote, in case you're wondering. If you've forgotten, I mean, look at those dislikes. There's a reason. It's looking, it's looking great. It's looking good. People don't hate the CIA these days because of, you know, coups, because they don't do any. Uh, they don't. They don't do any supporting of people like Augusta Pinochet. Instead, they're like, "I, I support intersectional diversity." So I work at the CIA. It's almost enough to make you hate the West. Look at the next one as well, because um, Poland is there whilst you're doing it to shout "God honor fatherland," which is the <laughs> chant that you get at Independence Day rally. You see Stefan Thompson there, who is a very good boy, who's uh, noticing. There you are. Uh, there's you bring flares to the thing, which is what that's about. I can see. You can buy them in the shops. Didn't get to use mine. I forgot it. Left it in the oh. hotel. So whoever was cleaning out the hotel was just like, oh, Taurus. You fool. Leave it, leaving, I don't know, um, bottled water and trash and flares in the hotel room. <laughs> They're very footballer <laughs> thing to do, actually. Do you remember when that guy did sell fireworks in his hotel bathroom? No. I can't remember which footballer it was. He decided, I think it was Independence Day or something. He took fireworks into the bathroom because he was like, well, you know, war and that. Very... <laughs> <laughs> a very footballer thing to do set fire to the room <laughs> in case you're wondering yep there's also whenever the media decide to come and lie about Poland you can see here there's some outlet lying here of course about Independence Day where they're like Poland Nazi symbols and calls to burn Jews on Independence Day no they didn't how much of this do you want to reckon is true no no, they no they <laughs> No, they did. No, like if you notice in the banner, they have, <laughs> they have a conspicuous banner right there that suggests they might not have. No to socialism. No to fascism. No to that Hitler guy. Yes to our king. Burn the Jews. No, no. <laughs> they didn't say that. If I remember correctly, the uh, Poland during the mid-century goings-on, um, previous to the mid-century goings-on, had the largest Jewish population in all of Europe. So yeah, still very proud of the Jews they've got. Left. I very much doubt that they would be, you know, calling for burnings. No, it's actual just lies there. The the only thing that is true about this article is there was a Nazi symbol present. Oh, all right. Because what's weird about the uh, march and why it gets such bad coverage is because it's for everyone. Because if you wanted to turn up, I mean, you can't really turn up if you're a socialist because it's 
ridiculous, but you can. Okay, at least and some that. do. That's the thing. Like you do occasionally, as we filmed in our video, and I know it. If you stand on the top of the hotel and film down, there is a small block black uh, black block of fascists who turn up every year, mm. but they are completely marginalised and considered a joke because, of course, there's like two hundred thousand people. And it's all just families with their kids who are patriotic. Of them. Yeah, and then there's like these 50 people who are like, I'm a fascist. So you're Polish. Stop. What's wrong with you? It's like being a British Nazi. It's just embarrassing. So there is that. So they had a black sun there. But I thought the black, if you scroll down, we can see the black sun actually, in which uh, the photo was taken. Uh, I think it's right at the bottom because there's a tweet from some guy where he includes it. Unless uh, it's just not working, whatever. I guess but, it's not working. Yeah, you can see the link there. But I thought the black sun was now a symbol of Ukrainian nationalism anyway, so I don't know what the problem is, folks. Oh, yeah, true. If we go to the next one, just remind people. Um, it, you know, NATO did tweet this. <laughs> people seem to... Yeah. And this isn't me having a go at Ukraine either, because it's obviously the difference between this isn't a Ukrainian symbol. No, like fascism is a fringe thing to be dealt with. And the Poles did deal with it, because, well, some Ukrainian Nazi guys turned up from Azov, to the Polish Independence Day march. You know what they did? The Poles? Start fighting with them. <laughs> <laughs> you can see here that some guy's got an Estonian flag. He's fine. Love it, brother. And then you have uh, the guy with the Azov flag there. They, they, these guys turn out these Polish nationalists and just start fighting him and telling him to get the <laughs> fuck out. <laughs> because you, you just know at these sorts of rallies there are people who probably just wander about looking for a scrap. Yeah, but it's more the reason for the scrap is like, no, 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 no. We don't do that here. Like yeah. that's, that's, that's not what we're okay with. This is a nationalist rally, folks. Like, we literally have loads and loads of placards up of the girls who were put into concentration camps. So, yeah, no, we're pretty iffy on the whole, you know, guys who tried to kill us all thing. But anyway, but moving forward, we'll go to Yankee leftists who will always just moan about Poland. You can see Vox here moaning about Polish nationalism threatens European core values of cohesion and diversity. Suck a D. No one cares about your Yankee leftist values, especially in Poland. And that's why we love Poland, because for some reason this propaganda works in the UK with the establishment. We get to the next one as well. I mean, even when Poland is under active invasion, this is being the Belarusian situation, where they tried to force migrants over the border into Poland as a kind of warfare. Funny how it is a warfare. Yeah, it's funny how when they Belarus admit that it. when it's an uh, active conflict. I agree that it's warfare all the time. But for some reason, no, only when, only when the East does it as a warfare. Like, no, 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 this is, this is actual warfare on both sides. should be condemned. You can see here Vox are defending it by saying, collective expulsions are prohibited. How could Poland do this uh. to these innocent migrants? So for people who don't know, the Belarusian government picked up a load of migrants and then put them on the border and then denied them access back to Belarus. So they were just stuck in no man's land to force a war on Poland and by extension, the West, of course. And Vox are here being like, but the innocent migrants are doing beautiful people. How could they kick out these people who are going to do exactly what they do in every other country they go into and destabilize the culture? If we get the next link here, we can see what actually happened, which is Poland just built a wall. There you are. A big, beautiful wall. In this clip, they're being thrown out. Did they out. make Belarus pay for it? <laughs> <laughs> no, they made the Germans pay for it. That's ah. the beautiful part about all of this. I mean, these guys are getting thrown with sticks and rocks because all those innocent migrants were all fighting age men who were fighting with the Polish border guards and the British engineers who went to help them. Funny that. Oh, we're do, help do you remember that when that. Trump was at first saying about his big, beautiful wall and all of the leftist media were like, oh, people will just get a ladder and climb over it. Well, I mean, do they do it in Poland? They might try. Yeah, they do. And then the border guards turn up. Because if you just get... employ enough people to man the border rather than just the wall, yeah, you literally could just These turn everyone work. back. Yeah. You just turn it with uh, war cannons and riot shields. It works, folks. Just works. Anyway, but with all of that said, there's been a lot of buzz around Poland, which is the reason I've done all this. 
If you go to the next link, we can see, I think this is the Times, why Poland will be Europe's next superpower. Now, they did actually... Uh, oh, it's the Telegraph. Yeah, they've changed the title. Because it used it is now Poland will be wealthier than than Britain by twenty thirty. Ah, okay. Because if there's one thing I know about Poland, sadly, it is it is quite um from as far as I know, you might correct me on this. It's quite a poor country. Not really. It, really, you know, it's not the. I mean, most ex-Soviet countries, of course, had their uh, problems being ex-Soviet, but Poland now has a really rich skyline. Um, GDP growth is amazing. Mm-hmm. The land. Perhaps of, I'm going off of old information there. There's a lot of Pol- Polish. It is propaganda by various Polish outlets being like, Poland is the land of opportunity, Britain is not. Advertising at well, polls uh, yeah, to come want, home. They want them to stay in Poland. But they're not wrong. Understandably speaking as well, I, you know. But it's not even factually incorrect. It is true that, well, there's mass growth in Poland and wages keep going up, whereas in Britain they're not. Well, they're the this, exact opposite. I mean, this, this is true. I mean, where I'm from, there are lots of Polish immigrants and I much prefer them to other varieties of immigrants. Yeah, to be of honest, course. They're, they're all really nice people. Uh, but they will do better in their own country, supporting their own country, than they are over here. I understand why they come over here. But they but- did come over in such numbers that we ended up with ethnic ghettos again. Yeah. Where it's Polish. I mean, there are a million Polski Schleps just here. Oh, and up north weird. as well. You can go around yeah. one corner from a Polski Schlep, find another Polski Schlep. I assume they shake fists at one another in the mornings. As much as I love my sponge cookies, it's it's just not, not the British way. Anyway, they say in here, when I visited Poland as the Telegraph's Eastern European correspondent in 1989, its cities were drabbed, decayed, and ringed by hideous communist era buildings shops were barren exceptions were low and life was hard on its current path Poland is on track to become wealthier than Britain by 2030 thanks to the post-communist economic miracle the country has become a hotbed for future facing industries such as battery manufacturing and tech Warsaw is using its economic strength to transform the country into formidable fighting force to guard against the Russian wolf at its door we spoke to a couple of Polish MPs and they're constantly talking about, yeah, oh, yeah, no, our problems at the border are Russian spies. That's, <laughs> no, different, different world. Its willingness to stand against Moscow has taken uh, many allies with it, uh, neighboring countries. Warsaw's plan to double the size of its army to 300,000 soldiers equipped with the latest Western equipment. Similarly, Poland is buying a fleet of F-35 Lightning II aircraft and 116 Abrams tanks, replacing all the Soviet uh, Soviet equipment they had before because they've just given that all to Ukraine and gone, go on, boys. Um, thing is, I, no matter your opinion on Ukraine, I, I do like <laughs> everyone has to admit the Polish um, way of dealing with it has been really funny because, of course, they hate anything German or Russian. So I'm just like, <laughs> it's bloodlust almost, but understandable. Uh, all this military hardware comes at a high price. Poland has raised its defense spending 4% of its GDP this year from 2.5% last year. This makes Warsaw's war chest relatively one of the largest in NATO, and uh, their military is now going to be bigger than even France. This is amazing. This is fantastic news. I love Poland. I love them doing this. I, I, I've got nothing bad to say. I'm actually really happy that this is happening to them, because if it happened in Germany, it would just promote more woke leftists, but yes. I don't want to deal well, with that. Well, that's, that's that's the thing I'm thinking this whole time, that if anything like what happened to Ukraine were to happen to Poland, the interesting dynamic is that you know that all of a sudden all of those outlets going, oh my God, I can't believe how racist, homophobic, and blah, blah, Poland is. They would immediately turn around, they would suddenly become major Polish nationalists, but NATO would probably try and use it as a backdoor but, to sneak in a lot of the leftist agenda. And as soon as it's over, they go back to condemning Poland every day of the week because, yep. oh my God, they're patriotic. It's like the way uh, they were doing the same thing with Azov before, until all of a sudden Azov is a beautiful nationalist, patriotic battellion. Well, not at Poland Independence Day. They're not. 
no. <laughs> which is why they got kicked out. But instead, no, I'm a Polish nationalist every day of the week for Poland. That's for true. <laughs> I actually, I, I'm trying to think about what my worldview even is. Ironically, I'm like a Polish nationalist in Poland. <laughs> if that makes sense. Like wherever I am, I'm just like, yeah, I'm nationalist for you guys in your place. Yeah, it makes sense to me. International nationalism. Anyway, but it's truly beautiful to see. Because if we go forward, we can see the stats as well. Stefan Thompson here pointing out you know, his uh, GDP growth in EU countries as of the first quarter of 2023. Polska strong. It's going pretty good, as you can see there. And it's not just one quarter either. If you go to the next one, we can see projected growth and current growth in the past in this graph here. Uh, just Poland strong. Don't care. Much stronger than UK. Very strong. Very beautiful. And if you go to the next graph as well, there's a big old graph which shows the projection, as you can see it, going into 2039 there, in which they're going to overtake, I think that's Germany as well. If, and that's uh, per trends capita continue, as well. Which will be absolutely beautiful to see. And, and couldn't happen to a more deserving people who have done the right thing to lead their country not into hell. Like, their government have actually done a very good job. There's a reason why every time you look at a it's terrorism map of the Europe, the Poland's zeros come the up. The screen we're looking at right now is kind of difficult to differentiate the colours, but I'm just... Is that... UK is that fourth from bottom, fourth from top, and fourth from bottom at the far right of it in 2039? Uh, third, I believe. Is that yeah. us? Yeah. Yeah. We're not, next to Canada there. Yeah, it's not looking good. Yeah, it's not going well. Really isn't. Anyway, but this is where I've got to talk about the elephant in the room, just because no one seems to be talking about this when they're talking about Poland strong. How did Poland get strong? Was it by not allowing lots of immigrants to come in? Well, that was part of it, but there was uh, there was there was another aspect. We have the next one here, Gibbs. <laughs> it's, it's, come on, I, I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, this all happened out of thin air. You can see here which countries are EU contributors and beneficiaries, and uh, this is 2018, so it's even ah. got more extreme with the British leaving, of course. Poland um, taking the Gibbs. Now, this is not a jab at Poland. Rape the Kraut's wallet for all it's worth, my friends. <laughs> take every goddamn euro for what they've done to you and then just take more because you keep bringing it up for no reason and just be like, give more. And take a, take a trillion euros and then take a trillion more. I have no problems whatsoever. Enjoy it, my boys. But I, I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, no, they got all that money out of thin air. It's, uh, no. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. There has been a lot of... um. Uh, taking and uh, rightful taking in my opinion though but we'll go to the next one here because Brainlet speaks and this is the thing that's annoyed me about the hub hub about Poland Tom Harwood comes out with some pictures of Polish progress of course in mass building of skyscrapers in Warsaw Poland's appetite for building things is why on current trends it is set to be an economically overtaking NIMBY Britain within a decade dunk your head in a toilet and flush please no it's not it's not. I, th I thought, Tom, mass immigration made the economy go round. If we go to the next one here, can we check out the immigration policy? Yeah, seems to seems to not be that. Respect. Just as a side note. But also, even Aaron Bastani can see through this BS narrative. If we go to the next one here. Aaron Bastani is having quite the moment of clarity recently. A Aaron Bastani has been noticing quite a few things. I saw him Mizzy posting earlier today as well. I was shocked. But he pointed out here that someone had said that, oh, Britain's avoided a recession because we've had 0.4% growth. Ooh, whoopee. And then he points out here that, well, we have 600,000 immigrants this year. So that's 0.9% growth just from that. That's because if you do let more people, yeah, line do go up, but line per capita go down. I want to see Aaron Bastani just completely shift into like early 20th century, old left unionist, racist, closed borders type. That would be hilarious. 
I mean, just, was... just see Navara Media News, Ash Sarkar fired. <laughs> <laughs> All foreigners fired from British Navarra jobs Media. for British workers. <laughs> that would be beautiful. You know, back when the left was interesting rather than just a meme. But no, he's actually making it interesting again by pointing out, at least to Tom Harwood's of the world, no, no, this is not how you grow the economy. You morons. And the idea that, oh, it's because of nimbyism as well. Should we just check what Poland looked like, specifically Warsaw, after World War II? Yeah, it wasn't looking great. There's a reason I am all for taking the Kraut's wallet and then be beating him up and taking another wallet off him from the Polish perspective in terms of just give me more money, you goddamn Kraut. <laughs> I'd, uh, yeah, it didn't look good. It, not only this, but also the fact that when you rebuild Warsaw... You I don't mean, have to make it hideous. Well, no, as mentioned, the Soviets did it, which of course meant commie blocks. It's not like England, where there's 100-year-old houses and 100-year-old... There are hundreds of year old houses, hundreds of year old pubs, well, hundreds we, we, of year old bookstores. But in the parts that did get blown up, we do have hideous commie blocks. We, we did rebuild it brick by brick, just to spite Hitler, <laughs> and then build commie blocks under the socialists afterwards. But point being, the, if you want to rebuild in Warsaw, not a problem. So it's almost like we've got something to value. I mean, the Polish are very sad about what they've lost, and rightfully so. It's quite the pain. And we in Britain should not just tear everything down and do it for the immigrants, like Tom Harwood says. It's just, it's just moronic. It's like, oh no, import millions more people and just rebuild over everything we have instead. That's how you get growth. No, it's not. No, it's not. Um, but anyway, Poland's strong. Very happy for them. But the hubbub around Poland is a bit distorted in the English language discussion. However, Arabistani is having a brilliant moment. <laughs> if you appreciated that segment from the podcast of the Lotus Eaters, you can go to lotuseaters.com to get access to all the premium content that's on the site such as the Symposium series, this episode on debating Ayn Rand's ethics. If you'd like to find out what else is being put out, you can follow on Getter at lotuseaters underscore com on Getter. Thank you and goodbye.